Hello and welcome to The Final Whistle. I'm Steve Forbes. And I'm Kenzie Benali. And a thrilling Boxing Day match at the London Stadium as the festive uh, day continues for Southampton, winning 3-2 against West Ham. Now joining us to discuss all of the action from the game, we have former Saints captain Dean Hammond and Joe Prince-Wright, NBC's lead soccer writer. Well, Dean, we'll come to you first. A worthwhile trip up to London for all those away fans brushing up the box, brushing off, sorry, the the Boxing Day hangover for that game. Brilliant result, Steve. Um, yeah, really, really good performance by, by Southampton. Um, three excellent goals and um, I thought they performed very, very well today. Started the game with real intent and dominated West Ham in that first 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, really imposed himself on the game and just a, a really, really good start um, and, you know, good spells of possession. Um, dominated West Ham. Um, I thought they defended set pieces very, very well today. I know West Ham scored one from, from Antonio, but apart from that, uh, Fraser Forster really dominant, um, coming out and punching and helping the, um, the defence. Reacted really, really well twice from, from taking the lead, being 1 0 up to 1 all to 2 1 up to 2 all to then come back and um, to win the game 3 2 away at home, away from, uh, home from, uh, to West Ham is, is an excellent result. It really, really is. And a really important result as well. So, yeah, really, really pleased with the players. Worked really hard. A um, little bit of a change of shape, so a little bit of a tactical change. You know, with a, a kind of, we thought, we were discussed it before the show, where would the attacking players play? Where would Delamusi play? Did he play centrally? Got his goal from one of those strong runs he makes from midfield. Or a Romeo kind of protecting the, the back four, played exceptionally well today. So, collectively, great performance. Individually, some, some inspiring performances. You know, Brozier up front. Fantastic. Honestly, what a performance from him. So really, really happy. And Joe, you're pretty chuffed with the result as well. And I suppose a great match to introduce the Premier League to your family over in America as well. <laughs> it was. Yeah, everyone's buzzing here in New York. So uh, it's it's fantastic. I think, as Dean mentioned there, really great individual displays. But what I loved was the team display. Changed the formation a little bit. 4-5-1, 4-3-3, whatever you want to call it, with Ayunusi floating there and uh, and Walcott and Redmond on the wings. And it just looked really good and it looked like a proper away display in terms of resilience. They knew West Ham were going to swing in a lot of crosses. They defended well. Bednarek, apart from switching off for the um, second West Ham goal, was excellent, I thought. Salasu, again, another sensational display, stepping out of the back and uh, being really aggressive with his challenges. I think that set the tone for the whole team. And it, it was really a mature display. I didn't feel too nervous as a Saints fan when I saw that six minutes of stoppage time come up at the end because it just felt like they were in control of the game. But lying a little bit, I was a little bit nervous given some of the, the late leads and the late goals in recent months. But I really enjoyed this performance. And it's, for me, the best win of the season. The other three wins, Watford, Villa and Leeds, Half expected them uh, towards the bottom end of the table, some of those teams. But this is a very good West Ham team. And Southampton, especially for the first half, like Dean mentioned there, they set out their stall, set the tone. And even though West Ham had, you know, a, a bit of a good spell at the start of the second half, we saw those set-piece situations come to the fore and, and save Saints. So, uh, yeah, a great three points that I don't think many Saints fans were expecting, but were hoping for. So we'll take that any day of the week. Yeah, welcome three points indeed. Well, before we talk about the game in a bit more detail, here's how it panned out, courtesy of BBC Radio Solent. Here we go then at the London Stadium. Walker-Peters, edge of the penalty area. Cuts in onto his right, edge of the box. A shot comes in and it's a goal! Southampton have scored at the London Stadium! 
since looking very comfortable. Although that's a really poor ball across the back and they might be in trouble here as his forward Vlasic up against Salisu. Vlasic edge of the penalty area. He drilled it. Good save by Forster and it's gone out for a corner kick on this near side. That was poor. It looks like it's going to be two changes at half-time for West Ham. A corner on the far side. Jared Bowen will take this. He'll be left-footed in swinging. Everyone back for Saints in that penalty area. It's under the crossbar and it will be a header towards the back post. Antonio heads in! Ward Prowse who flicks it up to Brozier and Brozier's got a chance to run at the West Ham defence and he's still going Brozier into the penalty area he goes down Saints still have it they try and flick it past Fabianski it goes out of play on this near side is it outside the box? I, I think he stumbles but he takes him down inside the box here we go if he's going to give it it's got to be a penalty whistle to his lips it's a penalty the Southampton captain steps up and scores Bowen into the box Right channel onto his left foot, into the penalty. Ben Rama equalises. War Prowsend is over this. Salisu on the edge of the box as War Prowse flicks it in. Header towards the back, stick and it's in. Saints have retaken the lead. And that is full time here at the London Stadium. Uh, now, Dean, you mentioned that it was a great start for the Saints. So let's go back to the beginning, uh, starting with that first half goal from Moy Elianusi. What did you make of that and his performance overall today? I thought he performed very, very well. And I think uh, I think that's his favourite position, if I'm honest. You know, centrally, with the licence to be able to um, su- support the attacking players. He's, his timing of his runs are very, very good. Um, he's an intelligent footballer. Um, and it's an excellent goal. It really, really is. It it starts off if you go way back from Southampton being very, very brave and trying to play out and, and dominate that possession um, that I mentioned. Then they go long. It's a fantastic touch from James Ward Prowse. Comes back and inside to Elenusi, switches play, which actually worked really, really well in first half. Keeping possession, then a switch of play to stretch West Ham. Goes out to Carl Walker Peters, and like I said, Elenusi supporting the play in the centre of the pitch around the box. And it's, it's, it's an OK first touch, but it sets up very, very well for him to strike with his left foot and, and just catches the West Ham goalkeeper um, from, from seeing it early, goes through the bodies. It's an excellent strike, really, really clean, uh, an instinctive strike from, from a midfield player. And I think he can do that more. I think Elanusi playing in that position can get more goals. Uh, and he performed very, very well today. Looked fit, looked strong. Um, like I say, understands that position very, very well. Defensively, made some good um, tackles, interceptions and kept the shape away. So an excellent performance from him and a good goal and almost got a second in that first half. We actually, you know, similar position. It's a brilliant first touch, a great second touch where he cuts inside with his right foot and probably on his stronger foot. It's an easy chance, the second one, but doesn't quite catch it. But no, he was very, very good in that first half and really pleased with him. Well, that was Elianusi's first start for Southampton since Norwich away in November. Joe, what did you make of his return to the starting lineup? It was excellent. Dean mentioned it there. I think that's his best position there in a sort of number 10, almost a little bit deeper, but floating and giving that freedom to create. Um, saw that at Celtic a lot when he, he did well on loan there. So it's great to see that he's coming uh, back into form because he, he had a good run at the start of the season and a few injuries and a little bit of a lack of form. But I really like the defensive work he did. Uh, Dean pinpointed it there because that stopped Rice and Suchek from West Ham getting on the ball and they dictate the tempo. They really set the tone for them. But having Al Yunusi buzzing around those two holding midfielders for West Ham with Ward Prowse and Romeo to back him up, that helps Saints wrestle control of the game in a key area in midfield. And uh, yeah, I, I think Al Yunusi now, it's all about finding that right position for him. And I think Saints have found it. Whether that means 
a change in formation because, as I said, the 4-5-1, 4-3-3, whatever you want to call it, worked really well today. And uh, it definitely got the most out of Bro up top as well, where he had a lot of players buzzing around him and he could stretch the defence. And Al Yunusi was just kept popping up in dangerous little pockets of space. And he has that quality on the ball uh, to do something with it. Uh, when he gets it. And obviously we saw that for the goal. So uh, yeah, really good to see him back in form. And uh, one of the surprise players, I think, of the season for Saints so far. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Dean, Saints went in 1-0 up at half time. What did you make of the overall performance in that first half? Well, Kenzie, the first 20 minutes, fantastic. Really, really good. Um, the way they really calm in possession um, and, and dominated possession and took control of the game from West Ham was really, really impressive. Um, I thought the midfield players in um, Romeo, War Prowse, Elanusu, we've mentioned, were very, very good. Uh, Livramento, again, with those runs from, from midfield, was very, very good. And that just kind of helps Southampton control the tempo. I mean, it's obviously brilliant, gives you that confidence boost to get that early goal, but I think they deserved it. And then, not only with the ball, but without the ball, Joe mentioned it defensively, very, very good. Press West Ham really, really well with tempo, with intensity. Anytime there was a West Ham player, didn't allow them to settle two or three bodies around the ball to try and win the ball back and then break on West Ham and then defend in set plays. When West Ham did have a spell of possession, they were getting crosses in the box. They were getting some shots at goal. Uh, Fraser Forster after a kind of Bednarek mistake. Brilliant save. Cole Walker-Peters coming then to recover the, the rebound. So a really, really good team performance in, in that first half. And I was very, very impressed. And the good thing as well, when West Ham did have those spells, West Ham stayed strong. Uh, so, sorry, Southampton stayed strong and went into halftime 1-0 up, which was very, very important. So an impressive first half performance. Well, Mikel Antonio was on the bench at the start for West Ham, but I think we all knew that he'd be introduced at some point, Joe, and he was at halftime and scored almost straight away. How much did his introduction change the way that West Ham played? Yeah, Steve, I think we all knew he was going to score, right? As soon as he came on as well, he just always seems to score against Saints. Um, it changed a lot, gave him energy, Lanzini coming on as well. You could tell that West Ham and David Moyes were very disappointed with the first half display because Southampton just stopped Flasic and Fornell's playing. And yeah, he gave them a different energy up top and it was a great battle between him and Mohamed Salasu in the second half. Two players, very aggressive, go towards the ball, always want to be on the front foot. And yeah, he definitely changed the dynamic of the game. And if we're honest, I think after the equaliser for West Ham, they were on top. And if you thought any, any team was going to score the next goal, it would be them. And then obviously... Saints came and, and got the penalty kick, which I know we're going to discuss. But I really like this Southampton display today because I think some of the critics of the manager or the team is that the formation 4-2-2-2, it's rigid. It's, this is the way we're always going to play no matter what. But saw a different side of Southampton today, as we mentioned, with a, a slightly more defensive approach, 4-5-1, but still being very good on the counter-attack and having options out wide. So I love that. And I think that helped Saints weather the storm a little bit because Antonio... He's West Ham's main man. All the other attackers, Bowen and others, came to life when he came on. So they had to weather a big storm. And this was a big, big test for a young Southampton team. And it's a great win. West Ham, you know, top six team so far. They were last season, so far this season. So we shouldn't overestimate um, how great a win this was for Saints. Definitely not. Well, let's talk about that penalty now then, shall we, Dean? Uh, what were your thoughts on that penalty decision that Saints were awarded in, in the 58th minute? Surprised that the referee didn't give it to be honest. Uh, to be honest, um, definite penalty for me. Um, I think it's very clumsy from from Dawson. Um, Barrow is just too strong for him, too quick for him. Potentially could say there's a, there's a foul before that it gets into the penalty area. 
Um, but uh, I, I think Barroja is still in control of the ball, still um, looking like he's going to get on the end of the ball to get a strike at goal. Um, so, yeah, definitely a penalty. And I'm really, really glad that it went to VAR. VAR discussed it with the, the referee and advised him to go and look at the screen. I think within 10 seconds of the referee looking at the screen, he knew it was a penalty. He looked at it a few times. He analysed it. But you could see his intention was to to give a penalty. Uh, but it's brilliant play from, from Broa. It really is. The way he played today, the way he held the ball up, um, he's so strong, he's so quick, um, really mature performance for such a for such a young player. Um, and he had a brilliant performance today. So definitely a penalty. Uh, but he's just he's so strong and so quick. And Dawson just couldn't handle him today. Surprised? Is it a sending off? I'm not too sure because I think Dawson is trying to get the ball, even though it's clumsy. Surprised it's not a yellow card. Um, I don't think he got booked. Um, but brilliant because, like Joe mentioned, it was kind of like. West Ham on the ascendancy then and, and Southampton kind of against the runner play got themselves in the lead again. Brilliant penalty as well from, from James Ward-Prowse. Really, really reliable. Uh, but a penalty, definitely a penalty in, in my mind. Just surprised that the referee didn't give it straight away because he was in a, an excellent position. Yeah, well, Breuer was adamant. It was a penalty before it even went to VAR. Joe, and how impressed were you with, with his run against Dawson and getting his body across? And, and as Dean said, uh, Dawson didn't even get booked for the challenge. Was he, was he lucky to stay on the field as well? I think so. Um, probably what saved him was a couple of covering defenders from West Ham. And it was, I don't know if it was a genuine attempt to get the ball because he was already slipping over and falling over. He's kind of out of control, but he did stretch his leg out. So you can say he tried to tackle uh, Brower there. So I think probably yellow card was, was just about right. And it seemed like there was some covering defenders there, but yeah, what a run for Brower. I just think that he's, he's such a bulldozer of a player, isn't he? So he finds some way of just getting through defenders, whether it's flicking it and going or just pushing them out of the way, using his strength. And I think he's only 20 years of age and he's, having this impact for Saints in the Premier League, scoring goals, obviously didn't score today, but had a huge uh, impact on the result. And he was fantastic the way he led the line and needed to with some of the players out injured. So, yeah, I loved that um, he made the most of, of Dawson and Diop. I thought they looked very uncomfortable against him the entire game. I mean, it, it was good for Saints that Zuma and Ogbonna, the West Ham's two first-choice centre-backs, are both missing um, through injury. So, he definitely made the most of that opportunity, stretched them, and that allowed Al Yunusi, Redmond, and others to get into spaces and, and create as well. So he's having a really good run in the team now. I think it's hard to drop, bro, because, like I said, he gives you something very, very different than the other forwards do. He can hold the ball up. He's a clinical finisher, but he doesn't get enough praise, I think, for his pace and speed in behind, which really created the opportunity because Dawson had a go the first time to bring him down. But he stayed on his feet, Brower. And then, as Dean mentioned, he would have got a shot away if he wasn't brought brought down for the second foul inside the box. So I think the referee got it right. And thank goodness of VAR because uh, I think, you know, Saints would have been really disappointed if VAR wasn't in the discussion there. And pre-VAR, uh, I, that wouldn't have been given. So uh, it's definitely uh, done the job there. And Wal Prowse, never in doubt, tucking that one away. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, well, the action didn't stop there, did it? Uh, because West Ham went on to make it 2-2 through Ben Rama before Jan Bednarek made it 3-2 to the Saints. Uh, Dean, if you would, could you talk us through that 10 minutes that followed the penalty? <laughs> well, it was one of those where you're just hoping that Southampton can hold on to the lead for a, for a period of time and kind of um, see the game out, really. Um, and I think there's some disappointment to the, to the goal, really. There's 
there's a couple of moments in the build-up. I think there's a moment with Lanzini where he, there's two or three Southampton players around him where they could have won the ball. There's a moment with Antonio where I think, again, Southampton will be disappointed where they could win the ball. It gets spread wide to, to Bowen. Bowen, I think I'm, I'm screaming as I'm watching it, keep him on his right foot. And then Cole Walker-Pete just kind of allows him to come back with onto his left foot and plays a lovely ball into, into the area. And but again, disappointment where there's one West Ham player in a box. And I think there's three Southampton defenders and, and Bednarek just kind of is not aware of uh, Ben Rama coming onto him and getting into that, to that area. And it's a good finish. It's a really, really good finish from a, a good pass. Um, but there's some disappointments. You know, as a player, you're always taught that, you know, space can't score, a player can score. So make contact with a player, anyone making a run cross would just be aware of the run. Um, so there would have been some disappointment, but I think that the positive for Southampton is the reaction again. You know, at 2-2, you're probably thinking, OK, can we see the game out there? Let's not lose the game. And then, you know, James Ward-Prowse, superb delivery from from a set piece. Again, we've not mentioned James really today, but he scored one and got one assist and, and performed very, very well. And then Bednarak with a, a great header. You know, it's a really, really good run, a positive run, out jumps his marker. Um, and yeah, fantastic to go 3-2. And another thing I liked, I think the Southampton players realised when they were celebrating the goal, a few of them were kind of speaking to each other just to make sure that let's concentrate now. The game's won for us. We've been ahead three times now. Let's not allow West Ham back into the game. And I don't think they did from them. So, credit to the players. All right, let's hear from the fans, shall we? Um, so we've got a comment here from uh, Gabe16 on YouTube, and he says, uh, great victory following the Saints here in Brazil. Uh, Alan has also got in touch. Alan Tudor, hello to you. He says, well done, lads, onwards and upwards. And also JB on YouTube, uh, hello. He says, very well played. Uh, we kept fighting till the end. That's what we needed. And also great to see Stu back. It was, wasn't it? Uh, Mark Littlewood, hello. He says, Brozier looks a complete number nine, superb showing. And have we got any more? Yes, we do. Uh, Paul on Facebook, he says, well done, lads. Great three points. So understandably, the fans very pleased with that win on Boxing Day. They are indeed. And that win is our second away win of the season, Joe, which moves us nine points clear of the relegation zone. So I take it this is going to be a boost in confidence for both the players and the fans alike. I think so, Steve. As I mentioned earlier, this is the best win of the season for me uh, in terms of the performance and the result as well. I think the Saints really needed this after some of the, well, obviously the run of, of not winning before this game, uh, first win in seven, but the defeats against Norwich and some of the other results, uh, they haven't got what they deserved from the performances so far this season. I think they're still probably a few points below what they should have given the performances they have. Uh, put in. So it was a really big step for this young team to show, as Dean mentioned, the resilience to say, okay, we're 3-2 up late on against West Ham last 20 minutes. Let's keep it tight. I think they'll learn an awful lot from this because it's a very difficult place to go and West Ham do make it very difficult for opposing teams. So a big step forward for Ralph Hasenhutl. I'm really excited to see how he can rotate the team now over the festive period because as we know, there's a lot of options on the bench, which is great, especially in the attacking areas. So that gives them a lot more uh, room to to switch the team around, make it fresh. And uh, and if you look back at previous festive periods, Saints have done pretty well in the last few years when they've got some momentum, when they're playing you know, every three days. Um, and that bodes well for the next few days. Some tough games coming up, but a couple of home games. And uh, I think this, this win will give them a lot of confidence, both on the pitch and for the fans, in the stadium at St Mary's because, uh, yeah, this was a marquee win, good performance, great from the manager tactically. And, uh, yeah, I, as a Saints fan, I'm absolutely buzzing. I can tell you, I really needed that Boxing Day win. 
Well, let's hear from Ralph Hasenhutl now. Here's what the Saints boss had to say after the game. We did the right things in the right moment today, scored good goals, uh, defended a little bit in a different way, but it worked and uh, we are getting tactically better and more flexible all the time and this is good. The team showed an awful lot of character out there as well, obviously, to, to take the lead three times in this game. Yeah, you know that we have dropped also points in the past, but we are always in the lead and then sometimes you are dropping, sometimes you are still winning and this is normal in football. I'm happy that we have when we have good starts because that gives you immediately good feeling and today we had uh, shown good answers for, for the conceding goals and uh, never stopped believing in what we are doing and this is absolutely important for our game. A lot, of, a lot has been said about your team and surrendering the lead in, in games sometimes. How big this could be for the team mentally now that they've, they've managed to hold on? It will happen again. <laughs> this is football. I mean, uh, uh, but we, today we have shown that it can be also in a different way. And I think uh, the way we responded today uh, three times was fantastic. You've also called for your team to be more clinical at times, and they were this afternoon. Two set-piece goals and a really well-taken goal by Moore. Yeah, absolutely. Immediately, very good start. I must say, we had uh, the right decision of what or how we wanted to play and. When we are brave with the ball, we can show some good football, I think, and this was uh, to see in the first 15-20 minutes. Afterwards, we stopped a little bit. It's always the same when you're on the lead and you think you can lose something and then you are not so brave anymore. We have to, to come on this part. But uh, yeah, it's also easier when you're then high up in the table and you have a, like, a, like a gap between you and the relegation zone. It's easier then you can be more brave, I think. But no, I'm happy for, for, for the guys. And as Joe just said there, Dean, it's a really nice little confident boost going into the match in less than 48 hours' time against Tottenham. Uh, what are your early thoughts on that one? Exactly that, Kinsey. You know, the players will be full of confidence now, full of belief. Um, it's going to be a tough game against Tottenham. They have improved. Um, they've won 3 2, 3 0, I think, today. Um, Harry Kane's back scoring. Um, the manager's come in and made an impression and an impact. So they're a better team than they were. Um, but Southampton will be full of belief. They really, really will. And, Takes a little bit of pressure off this game, if I'm honest, with the result today. You know, it's a fantastic three points today. So, you know, out of these two games, would we have all taken four points? I think we definitely would have done. So, you know, even a draw at home against Tottenham is a fantastic result. But we know how Southampton play. We know how the manager wants to play on the front foot. And he'll take the game to, to Tottenham. Um, and there will be that belief after scoring three goals today against a good West Ham team. So, really looking forward to the game. The interesting thing will be Will he rotate the squad? Adam Armstrong, Stuart Armstrong, Shay Adams, can they come back in? It just shows the option that the manager has. So, yeah, looking forward to the fixture. Yeah, it is a quick turnaround, Joe, just uh, 48 hours until that game. But I'm sure Ralph is going to want to keep this momentum moving on to, to the game against Spurs. He is, obviously, D mentioned there, Tottenham, probably not the best time to play there with their confidence high and scoring goals and, and looking a lot more solid under Antonio Conte. But... It's almost a free hit. It comes into that category uh, for Southampton. And I think now from today, one of the big things I'll take away is James Ward-Prowse is back to his game-changing best set-piece situations. He's really on it now after the goal against Crystal Palace. Finally seems to have shaken off those injury problems he had earlier in the season and shaken off a little bit of rust and is confident. And I think that gives Saints an extra edge. If they can keep it tight in games, then he can whip in some great deliveries like he did for the winner today or uh, whip in a great free kick into the top corner. So I think Southampton go into the game against Spurs with confidence, keep it tight, and uh, who knows what could happen. But we would all take in four points from these two fixtures over the festive period.
Absolutely. Well, Joe, Dean, thank you ever so much for joining us as always. Uh, fantastic to see you, but we'll let you get away to enjoy the rest of the festivities. And of course, thank you to all of those who have tuned in uh, here on Saints Live. And the final whistle, as we've mentioned, it is just two days until we are back in action once again in the Premier League. This time we'll be back at St Mary's Stadium to welcome Spurs. Uh, we'll be live from 1.45 on Tuesday. Enjoy the rest of your festive weekend. We'll see you then. Bye for now.